I want to talk about The Martian. We saw it and we dug it. And uh, for those of you who are unaware, it's uh, Matt Damon on Mars. Matt Damon's on Mars. Yep. With his Matt Damon charms. Something actually happens on Mars. Nothing ever (laughs) happens on Mars unless Matt Damon's there. And then he makes something happen on Mars. Yeah, I mean... He grows human feces and eats his butt. No. He eats his own poop. No, well, he, he eats did, the potatoes. He ate, potato, he he ate poop like potatoes. Poo. Yeah, he ate like human fecal. 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 <laughs> <laughs> potatoes. He made potatoes out of his butthole. Yeah, I mean, it was quite genius. As he says in the movie, he is the greatest botanist on this planet. On this planet. <laughs> and he also said there's some really cool writing. Yes. It's an independently written novel, like fucking Fifty Shades of fucking Blech. By Andy Weir. The author yep. of Fifty Shades of Grey. No, no, please, no. <laughs> he also wrote no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> J- under the pseudonym J.K. Simmons. No, and you're also now talking about Harry Potter's writer, like J.K. Simmons. Yeah, no, J.K. That's the <laughs> man who won the best Oscar for Whiplash last year. Whiplash, the character. Yeah, no, the from writing is too. really. Uh, and you know it always goes back to this a movie that's good has got to start with good writing good script and good a good script. adaptation well the adaptation is really it's tight, impressive man. it's it's um, written by Drew Goddard he did the screenplay and he adapted it from Andy Weir's book and these I got, guys they're like physicists I oh read this god thing I that, felt like an idiot watching this well, movie how I, smart I everyone read is that in it the actual author of The Martian the novel Andy Weir did real like astrodynamic calculations before oh. he wrote the book like wow. actually did the formulas for these really? trajectories of getting getting the probe into the ship back to mars how long it would take mm-hmm. like and really mapped it out you know if i could if i knew more about it i could speak better on it <laughs> you know <laughs> speak so better on speak it. more, more <laughs> gooder <laughs> i could speak more gooder <laughs> on the subject but that, that is what he did that's and it impressive. sort of just adds life i think that's why i became a like a big fan uh fault like it became this sort of uh, fan novel before okay. it was even made into a movie uh-huh. it was big on it was like a big reddit subreddit thing and like it was a big fan base as an independent novel that would have been a good book club read yeah well especially for like and i also like how this kind of puts nasa back into on the front page of oh, stuff, hell yeah. which is yeah. great the space program bill and i was saying that they used to be like 10 percent of america's budget now it's mm. like a f- 14 f- percent uh, of nine percent or something like that so it's like a point of a percent <laughs> oh and like okay. they're, they're sending like the mars cure you know going to mars yep. with the point of a percent of what that once was in the 60s and 70s yeah because they've cut it back so much because they have to make more tanks and right bombs and no those guys are legit drones. jpl which is jet propulsion lab here in pasadena california that yeah. work with nasa i did a, a piece on them um, about oh. the Mars rover, and oh. um, I spoke to several of them, and it was really—it's interesting, it's very interesting talking to them and what they do. I mean, God, those guys don't literally don't sleep. I remember trying to get in yeah. a, a book, the interview, yeah, and he literally would say to me, "Well, yeah, those I see guys, when I'm man. sleeping," and I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, like our sleeps guy. They don't they, like literally in the movie. They show that they they're show sleeping that. on couches and We're stuff. Sleeping I mean, in their office. Real. They're sleeping underneath their freaking whiteboard, like you know." curled up in their like you know fucking jacket as yeah, a pillow yeah yeah that's you know? legitly and there's true. two hours i love that whole genius work ethic or work 
cycle process, process yeah. where it's just like I'll just work until I I have nothing that I can work that hard on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I could do that I'm like I need 16 hours. I'm yeah, just like uh, no, just like like jerking off or something. <laughs> that's all I got. That's, that's all I've accomplished at this point. I got that's nothing hilarious. I can work toward. Well, so the film, just to give you a little bit of a synopsis, uh, Matt Damon plays an astronaut who's part of a team um, that is on Mars. His name Watley? Watney? Watney. Watney. And uh, Jessica Chastain is the commander. Mm-hmm. Michael Pena's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who plays... Um, He's in Captain America. He plays Winter Soldiers, one of the crew members. He's one of the crew members? Yeah. Winter Soldier? Yeah. Really? Um, also, Kate Mara, another turn in space didn't for she, her. Yeah. She's in Fantastic Four. Didn't she go by Katie Mara first? And then for, yeah, in the beginning. She did, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, no, she's Kate Mara. I thought I remembered that. And, and then, then Jeff the Daniels Jeff and Sean Daniels, Bean. Sean Bean doesn't also die. doesn't die. Spoiler. It'd be funny if he like ends up in space. Like yeah. the final <laughs> cut of the movie just him floating into like the, <laughs> the never-ending infinity of space. <laughs> no, they sp- show him on a golf course yeah. at the end. <laughs> no, he's like floating yeah, away. He's floating. <laughs> yeah. And also Chiwetel Elegia who was nominated for 12 Years a Slave. Great actor. He's awesome. Yeah, he's so great. And, and he then plays Kristen like a, Wig. And she does well. She does well as the communications director. And she has like funny lines. Funny moments, but it's not like overdone or hammy. No. I feel like she was directed well. And yes. she also like sort of understood like uh, her role, uh, you know, like what role she was playing. Yeah. She's, yeah. Because she kind of, good. she's like this the anti-intellectual character. When they all know yes. about the Lord of the Rings reference and she's like, what is that? And like, yeah. oh, it's the it's like the meeting for the One Ring, and like, how come all of you know that? No, I don't know that. Yeah, that was a funny like, moment. Well, um, whatever. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what she's like. Shut up. Just I don't. Yeah, think, shut up. I don't care. I don't care. Well, and it's directed by Ridley Scott, and I I feel like return they, to form. Yeah, this is really him finding. This is the Ridley Scott we fell in love with. Uh, back in the Alien and Blade Runner days. Well, he does space well, right? Yeah. I mean, well, the guy, he did. He did. Uh, you know, and what's the last movie? Oh, Prometheus. Did he well, do he Prometheus? Well, he did Exodus, Gods and Monsters well, that's was not his a last space. movie. That's but not that was space. his last movie. But uh, the pacing on that compared to the pacing in Martian, because the Martian pacing, if it was fucked up, that movie could have really dragged ass and like bored audiences. If yeah. it was too smart and too slow. But it wasn't. It was just smart enough with the right insertions of humor and right. the pacing was like snappy really enough good. that it keeps yeah. the like the average viewer who's not a space astrophysics fan, you right. know, who's Absolutely. not going because they read the book. They're going because they like a big space movie or they like Matt Damon. You know what I mean? But they dumb it down enough for us to the point where it's not condescending, but it's really fascinating. And you find yourself feeling like a moron that you that these people are so smart and you could not figure this out. Oh, no. And, and he's so, um, <laughs> he's like MacGyvering up there, He's man. MacGyvering. Well, he's left, we should say. There's an incident where the storm comes on and they the storm, decide they on have Mars. to leave. Yeah, they have to leave instantly. Instantly. Yeah, we have to go now. They were Although supposed Matt to be Damon there. says he wants to ride it out and she's like, right. no, we're going. Well, and they also, we should say, they're only halfway through their mission yes. time. Like, they're supposed to be 90 days. They were there for or 30, 35, or 40 days. Or, I don't even remember. They call it souls. They're souls yeah. on Mars. So that whatever that time, you know, f- you know, around the sun or yeah. however that works is a soul versus right. a day. So, I'm, you know, just so people understand souls are days, you know what I mean? I guess S-O-L. we don't know what that time frame means. No, is it 18 though. hours? Is it don't 38 know. hours? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But someone does. Someone, someone does. smarter than someone us. smarter than us. But so he, there's an incident. He gets hit by a piece of... Rover or rover, something. Rover, yeah. yeah. 
and he ends up they think he's flying dead. into the uh, yeah into the because it's like a dust storm and it's yeah. nighttime and it looks like a fucking nightmare place yeah, to yeah. be you know and they're just getting into this you know uh, probe to you know exit right. the planet and he's like he's dead we have to go are right. we gonna go or are we gonna die you know what do you want to do yeah they left and then he cut to him and he's got this impalement in his gut and yeah. he wakes up and he's got this fucking metal beam in his like abdomen remember and that scene was intense because he gets up methodically gets himself up goes to his he's lab he's all covered in dust he's all covered in dust he's been passed out he's for buried. a while he's buried yeah and then he goes in and he fixes himself up. He he like mm-hmm. takes the metal out of his stomach mm-hmm. and they show it very graphically. The yeah, whole, really like, slowly and slow. pulling away oh, at it and bleeding. Like, and he has to pull out the freaking piece of whatever metal rod. Yeah. And then there's a little piece like a metal nut left in his skin mm-hmm. and he has to dig that out first before mm-hmm. he can staple stitch it together yeah and that yeah they and don't pull punches yeah they don't really uh <laughs> shy away from it and that yeah really scott did this was good man this, this was, was a so good, movie. good but then yeah. so he's there and they don't know that he's alive and nope. he's got to figure out how he can grow he's sort of uh, he knows when the next mars uh, team is coming and it's not for four years yeah. and so he knows he's got to grow uh, he only has enough food, food. for he, a year he figures it out yeah and he has to grow enough food for three years mm-hmm. and he ends up taking the potatoes and taking his poo well it, what happens it's funny because he uses the bathroom and that's when it dawns on him right. and what happens is he goes out to like the sort of back of the outhouse part of their little enclosure and all the poos are like vacuum sealed yeah. in these individual packs right. which is really funny I and mean, then when he opens it it's all dried out like fertilizer yeah, yeah. and so they show him mixing it with dirt and water and yep. like throwing up and he's got plugs in his yeah, nose and, yeah. shit, and you're just like oh god but that's hey, fertilizer man survived yeah, yeah it's and survival. he makes and what did he say about um the first rule of colonization is growing crops on a place yes. wherever that is and whenever that happens that means you have now colonized like so i have officially colonized mars yeah. <laughs> individually right. there's a lot of cool moments like that there's some great moments where he remember when he says he's saying I figured this out. Fuck you, Mars. Like, like there's Fuck like you, these, Mars. these. Yeah, it's funny, funny and it's and it, you, he's sort of self-deprecating because he's you know if you're smart enough and capable enough to be an astronaut, yeah. you're not one of us. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah, an yeah. average person. No. But there's many incidences where you sort of relate. You can relate to him, like when yep. he's like, and I don't know how I'm going to do it, but luckily. I'm the fucking botanist yeah. on the ship, bitch, <laughs> or something like that. And he drops the fucking pamphlet on the table, and it says Matt Watley, botanist. Yeah. He's like, "Good thing I'm the botanist, yeah. motherfucker." Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, and <laughs> so I, there's I, moments. Yeah. I gotta say, it's maybe a career best performance, which says a lot for him because he's had some great performances. Well, he plays intelligent really well. I was he gonna say does. that was something I was thinking about when I was leaving the theater. Is like he can play like high intelligence without coming off as smug. Yep. or coming off as pretentious and mm. just like I'm a really intelligent guy I'm passionate about what I do and I care about it mm-hmm. but that's just that's what makes me smart it's not this like thing to be better than people or you know it doesn't come off like fuck you you know and I mean? that's why it worked and that's why you it was don't, charming it's charming you don't feel like you're being condescended to because well, there's a lot of sequences in the movie that are just him straight to camera it's like video logging he's t- yeah he's video logging it right and it's not too like mission control it's literally just him recording every day what he's doing and he's like you know oh i have this many packs of 
chick, sweet and sour chicken left, right. you know? And like smart, oh, he's trying to, he has to start fire and he has to make water. Remember he has oh, to make water. Oh, that was a water, great sequence. And he's yeah. like everything that, cause uh, fire is bad in space. So everything <laughs> we take, like personal effects have to be fire retarded, yeah. except Martinez is those little wooden crucifix. Right. So he has to take little shavings off of this crucifix. Yeah. And he's like, I don't think you'll mind considering the situation I'm in talking to the <laughs> little talking Jesus. To the Jesus. Yeah, yeah. The little Jesus. <laughs> and he makes water. He's like, you take you take more two he parts blows oxygen up first. first. Yeah, though, he's like, I forgot about the excess oxygen yeah. that I'm breathing out. You know, like, he's yeah. he's fuck, man. Like you got to respect the maths and sciences. Oh, it's really interesting. And then to make it interesting, though, they that's the that's the big feat in this movie. That's something that Bill Nye does and Neil deGrasse yes. Tyson does. Yes, take things that are so over our heads and make them relatable and down yep. to earth and fun and interesting that kids can go and see this yep. movie and they won't be bored it's to PG-13. tears. Yeah, yeah, and there were kids. There were like teenagers and younger kids mm-hmm. with parents. It's not it's really an accessible film Absolutely. and it kind of has to be if you're going to make a, a blockbuster movie so they discover he's there because uh one of the communications people in nasa sees a change in the something stills. on the sta- satellite satellite images and they, they show they the rover move there. from one day to the other like how come the rover's here yeah. on this day and then it's there on that day and there hasn't been anyone there in a couple weeks or a couple days you know right. and then that's when they call uh chudowell and you it, know his name was vincent kapoor or, or like he's that. like half indian or half yeah. uh, hindi it's interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, an interesting right, character. Right. Yeah, and then he comes and he's looking at it, and then they get Jeff Daniels, who's the director of NASA. Yeah, and he comes and he looks at it, and then Krista Wig comes and she looks at it. They're like, they're "Yeah, like, oh, shit." Oh, she has some funny lines in that sequence too. Like, yeah. if this gets out, we're gonna be like, "Oh, sorry, we left someone there." Like sorry, that guy oops. that we did that funeral yeah, for. That's the, yeah, dead. That, you, yeah, that yeah. huge nice funeral we did. Well, he's still there and he's alive, and we left him. Oops. Oops. Sorry, yeah. our bad. Our bad. Um, yeah. But they so they they find that he's there. They have to sort out how to communicate with him, and he's basically sorted that out because he knows where another rover is. Well, it's called the Pathfinder, to, I think. Yeah. And, and it was something that they sent in the nineties, right? That was sort of like a beta instrument that it was sort of buried, literally buried, buried. But it's got a camera on it, and they yeah. and he has to work out this whole. He knows, like this. That sequence blew my mind because so he makes an alphabet. He makes an alphabet with be- the radius of the camera turning. Yeah, like how many it degrees to the right or the left to be able he to called communicate? It like beta hexa, deci- hexadecibels, decibels, hexadecimals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so they literally form an alphabet to uh, each degree gets a, a letter or something. Yeah, and so they the mission control reads it and then trans like codes yep. it and then sends him words back or and then he has what he can do is he has uh, like a whiteboard and he they just take a picture of the whiteboard yeah, he can yeah. write so, full, yeah. full full form or for you know f- you know whatever hey i'm up here this is what's going on and then he has to code it himself like a b a c c whatever right yeah and back and forth and back and forth but then at some point they're actually communicating via email message because like, he, he goes into like the code on the rover and hacks it yeah and then all of a sudden he can start like using the messaging or the what is it, the rover keyboard and right. met to like do a back and forth email message thing and at this point they have not told his crew that are still in space because it takes forever to get back it takes from five space. months to get back yeah. or seven months or something they are still up there and they haven't been told that he's still alive yeah and he finds out he's like so how does the crew take it the news that i was still alive he no, asks we haven't them. told them yet he's like what the fuck and, and it's in a hundred room people in this <laughs> yeah. one big room what the fucking fuck yeah like he's just yeah. f-bomb 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 he's like whoa whoa, whoa. you are like talking to the world What's right your now language yeah. mark 
And he's like, oh, watch my leg. Oh, yeah. I told and then to he tell the president. Yeah. He says something about the president. And he says, if the president's watching, tell him to stuff oh, it. Or, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they have to. So the crew ultimately gets told and they determine that they're going to go get him because they've sort of ha- they first they have to get a ship up there with supplies they try to do that yeah. it, it, it takes forever to get it ready well, when and they said that this for the other astronauts it's going to add like 500 and something more days onto their journey if they go back a long it's time like fucking, almost two years yeah. yeah another two years of just in this shuttle man. yeah it's insane it's, it's insane to think yeah. you know and to stay sane and to stay healthy and it's unbelievable and they all agree, yes, we're doing it. They all it. agree to do it. Because yeah. when Chastain finds out she's the commander, she's like, I, that was me. I, I left, left him, him behind. Yeah. She's like, no, we did. She's like, no, you were following orders. I left him behind. Yeah. It was my call. And so she's like instantly on board to do she it. She would have died if she didn't leave, though. They all would have I mean, probably died. died. Yeah, like, they, yeah. they, I mean, in fact, he says that the reason that he lived was because he got impaled in the stomach and the blood and the metal and, and the sand sort of saved him from, from decompression. From decompression. Yeah, because yeah. I was wondering. That was like my first thought when he stood up and there was a puncture wound in the suit. I'm like, how did he not die from yeah. decompression? So the fact that they did explain it was like, okay, I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense. Not no, that, it made sense to the way something. they explained it. Yeah. But before that, so they're trying to get this supply mission of just a craft with supplies in it and they cut corners of inspections to get it as fast as they can it blows because they up. need time and it blows up in on uh, ascent yeah. you know it, it, it's like the challenger thing just blows up there's no one on it but the, it's right. a bunch of food and supplies because they it took need months the food. Yeah. to get to this point where they could send it and so well, now they have to keep trimming the times down yep. that's like the constant conversation is how to like cut times down you need Which two weeks you need nine days and the conversation between them and cisco and the asian mm-hmm. guy benedict wong or benedict hong he was really good yes. he's like the head of cisco of jpl no he's of head JPL. of jpl yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that like their communications back and forth and him like thinking about stuff. He's like, and those are the guys that don't sleep. Yeah. The JPL guys. Yeah. They're literally like on a couch yeah. in an office <laughs> for <laughs> Smelly, months at a time. No yeah. clothes. Yeah. And then the Chinese are sort of monitoring this and they realize that they have a booster rocket that they can get the supplies up there. They have their own thing. Yeah. yeah. They have their but own. They don't want to tell it because it will tip their hand to people that they have this and they end up they end up deciding to do it scientists the science space folk to space mm-hmm. folk because like they say like what happens if we mm-hmm. give it to the americans like well then we have to cancel all of our plans yeah uh, that we were going to do you know to go to space or whatever it is and they agree to do it and so they're literally like okay we get a second shot at this because of my uncle hong or something because yeah, like <laughs> my cousin he, tommy yeah my uncle tommy yeah yeah, yeah it's so funny and and that's the JPL guy says yeah. that. And and then that's when they bring the uh, folks on, on or there are the crew involved because they've got a rendezvous with this Chinese um, supply like craft. Supply craft, supply probe, and, and catch him. They have to catch Damon in space. So he's there's yeah. a craft that they have there that he's got to go up in, and he has to. They have to somehow. Well, we should also say he blows up his t- potato crops. Oh, so right. the, that cuts the times back. He went from having like uh, you know they were saying whatever five hundred souls or eight hundred something yeah. souls to like five hundred right souls. or less so, or less. So they they because no because they were planning to get there at eight hundred and something, and he only had nine hundred and something. Yeah. So that and then when the whole potato thing blew up, it takes him down to three hundred and something yeah and he's so skinny like by, by the, the end, end of it, it 
It's totally a body double or a CGI. Yeah, there's no way that was he him. Was so skinny. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. It definitely wasn't him. But they, and then he has these sort of bed sores because he's yeah. out of water and he's got this beard. Like he's haggard by yeah. the end of it. Like he's hanging on for dear life. And remember, my favorite, that's the only thing I took away from this was when he was like out of ketchup and supplies. He's like, <laughs> he has these potatoes. He's like, I'm going to dip these potatoes in crushed Vicodin. <laughs> and there's nothing you guys can do about it. And he's that. always talking to NASA. He's like, as soon as I get, soon, what did he say? He's like, as soon as I start talking to NASA, they won't shut up. Everyone's, yeah. <laughs> I got like too many cooks in the kitchen trying to tell me how to do my potatoes, trying yeah. to make sure I do this, trying to like, they ask, I won't shut up. Yeah, it's really funny. Well, but that's actually what's, you know, one of the many fascinating things about this film is like like it in (laughs) (laughs) no that you see how much goes into space travel there's a team of people sorting out what like when he eats his food how much of it a day what piece of it all of this and like you've got all these different people from all walks of all over the world like like the smartest people yeah figuring these things out like Okay, this many days, this and this is going to happen. They have simulators mm-hmm. of all the equipment that's up there mm-hmm. and everything, and it's really in a very clever. Yeah, they should have more funding. You know, yeah, why not have more. Funding? I, I know they really should because yeah. they do amazing stuff. And they, they really they're do. like one of the first things that get cut as far as government spending. Is, like we, uh, it's like cancel pbs yeah no more nasa <laughs> yeah no more, NASA. <laughs> no more nasa i hope this helps you know because yeah it feels like there's really... nasa everywhere in the movie you yeah know? it's cool oh yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's one big commercial for nasa for which sure. is great which is great it used to be remember there was a time in like the 90s there was like space travel and nasa it was the thing man 80s yeah, and just, shit it just dropped it, it definitely kind of fell, fell, fell off people got disinterested but yeah. they so it also is very exciting because at the he they determine that they have to pretty much send him up in a spacecraft that has nothing in it and is covered by a parachute. Well, because <laughs> it's, it's too heavy to hit too the, heavy. to accelerate to a point that would reach the uh, get out of Mars's um, atmosphere. Yeah, and still stay at an accelerated rate to reach the ship that it that they're going to catch him in. Yeah, with the Chastain and whatever. So it literally like he has to lose nine thousand kilos yeah, or something. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And it's he's like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, you see him dumping everything out, and the whole sequence where he goes up. And they have to, I mean, they have to really sort this out because then on the the craft, Jessica Chastain has to figure out, well, we're going to have to blow something up to make us go faster. They have like a reverse thrust because they're going too far forward or something. And so by blowing up the front of the ship, they get like a reverse thrust that slows them yeah. down enough to catch him because he's going too fast. Right. It, it's I, it's God, complicated. I, I, yeah. <laughs> it's it's complicated, definitely complicated. But when you're watching it, it all makes sense to you. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. Which and is good, which is awesome. It doesn't make sense <clears throat> the way we're explaining it. No, but we're idiots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is very suspenseful and exciting because you don't know exactly what's going to happen. Like he's barely, he's, oh my God, are they going to catch him? Well, it's funny because it really, at the very end of all these, all these people and all this money and all yeah. this equipment, it boils down to like Chastain on a carabiner and a rope <laughs> and him just like, I'm coming. Oh, he yeah. punctures his suit and uses it to fly like Iron Man. But wouldn't he like, 
just implode? No, I don't okay. know. I'm sure it's something where like there's some sort of compressed gas thing okay. that's in like the first lining, the first layer of the suit. Yeah. Maybe there's multiple layers. Okay. And so that compressed air is shooting out of his hand and it's propelling him forward. Then he has to put it behind him to propel him backwards. Sort of like in Gravity where she has the uh, fire extinguisher yep. and she's psh, psh, using it to yep. kind of balance herself and go forward and backward exactly, in sp- yeah. fucking space. Right, you know? right. And so it's literally like all this stuff and it's just this little rope, this little orange rope and her on it with a carrot hooked on with it and just like reaching for him yeah. and then he kind of overshoots her and goes fuck and grabs the rope and they start spinning yep. in, in, around each other on axis or whatever and yeah. the rope's kind of twining around them at and the same like, time oh my god holy fuck, holy fuck holy fuck yeah i was actually pretty into that final moment because you're like you know he's gonna make it you yeah. know but if they still make it as suspenseful they as make they it can. as suspenseful and they do a really good job and then he comes in and they have the big cheers moment with the crew yeah and then they cut from there not they which i really liked they don't they 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 were smart editing and smart directing they didn't feel the need to show him coming out of the spacecraft and having everyone screaming and yelling they just cut to him at uh astronaut training school about to teach his first day of class first day of class and that's really that's and it's good that they ended it in there and they didn't do any other extra scenes after that because yeah that whole kind of third act of getting to him was a little long like it was yeah. not like painfully yeah. long but you kind of know where it's going yeah. and you've already seen the initial struggle of the crops blowing up and then yep. you see the initial the second struggle of the probe exploding mm-hmm. then there's like the third so there's like have that extra third struggle sort of go too long right could almost lose you if they had added too many scenes after the success you know after True. like the, cl- the conclusion or the climax or whatever the fuck you call it and so um, yeah, so scientists and us and us <laughs> we come to the Christmas party and get drunk that's that's all I could do at Na- with NASA <laughs> would it be a fun Christmas yeah, party as a the, result where's that ice cream stuff <laughs> ah, it's freeze dried ice cream that's so funny oh it's Neapolitan oh <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat the strawberry if no one wants to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was cool that, but they, they did do the, whole, do the whole sort of live simulcasted Times Square, uh, Istanbul yeah, I around the was world. A that was a little that Michael Bayish. It was a little. It was. It was Michael Bayish, Armageddon style. Maybe. There was. There were. There was a sequence where they, you know, the whole world's watching yeah. whether they get him safely, and they show yeah. London, China, yeah. Times Square, and mm-hmm. Times Square's. Packed, packed with, people, with people like it's the freaking New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I don't, you, think, like, I don't think that would happen. No, not with all. right now and not with now. Maybe no in the 80s way. with like John Glenn, but not with. Maybe the. Mm, you mean the 70s? When was John Glenn? John Glenn was like 60s, 70s. Yeah. Jesus. John Glenn was, was on. Didn't you ever see. Um, the movie about the first uh, the right stuff yeah the right stuff that's that john, john glenn? glenn that was oh, the 60s that's the 60s that was before neil way before neil armstrong that was the early 60s oh wow yeah the 80s all i know is challenger exploding that was like that the- was 86 i don't think they would do that today i really don't oh no gather no. and they had a big picture of him in his astronaut suit you know the pose the sort of like glamour shot pose mm-hmm. of astronaut and then right next to that they had the like countdown like it was a new year's Eve. yeah a countdown to getting him yeah so that him. was the one cheese moment i mean it'd be nice if people cared that much it i just don't sure think it's would. realistic yeah 
I do not either. But it and then it, you're so right. It was very Michael Bay. Yeah, that was pretty Michael Bay. Yeah, I, they just didn't have like children running in slow motion like, <laughs> and an American flag. Yeah, waving like holding over an American like a flag, cornfield. Yeah, right, <laughs> and like sparklers, <laughs> sparklers, and watermelon slices and snow cones and shit. Yeah, yes, it was a little Independence Day ish too. It was. Yeah, but overall, I I really was entertained by this film. Yeah, I was too. I wasn't sure if I needed to see it in theaters, but there was some Hell really yeah. cool big yeah, space you need moments. To see it in theaters. Yeah, you should. It's like Gravity. I think it's better than Gravity, though. I mean, Alphonse Cuarón. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the different. It's different. It's than a gravity. lot different. There's more. There's a lot more story in this in The Martian than there is in Gravity. Yeah, Gravity's just like one woman's plight to for survival. And versus, it's a great film. And it's good. Yeah, it's cool. This has got funny moments, and I mean, Gravity has. It's not as hard. Heart, Gravity's a little schmaltzy. Yeah, it was a little, a little more bit schmaltzy. Of like this is her getting over her own. In- demons and yeah. shit which is uh, whatever i mean i guess that's cool in space well like louis ck makes this funny thing of like begrudging astronaut like god i hate space like they're not gonna send you to space <laughs> if you don't even want to be there yeah. you know what I mean? like, these people work for their whole lives they have multiple uh-huh. phds they're not gonna take like dr so-and-so it's like oh space again like fuck <laughs> <laughs> you know they're not gonna do that you know? right which is just sort of like a character like a script choice flaw whatever yeah. but the, yeah the movies i found entertaining gravity i mean yeah this is this, this is really entertaining and i mean you know a lot of it rests i mean no it's like a combination of things but matt damon was absolutely the right person for the role and he he sells it yeah he know? won't get nominated probably no i but think he will he probably will oh yeah absolutely. i was thinking that. yeah he I, i'd will. say that this is a close uh, I'd say this has a, a high probability of a Best Picture winner. It'll get nominated. It'll probably. absolutely be nominated. Riddle Scott, Riddle Scott might get nominated. Riddle Scott? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Ridley Scott? Ribble Scott. No. Rib for her pleasure, So what Scott. do you give it? What do you give it? I don't know, like an 8.5, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'd say 8.5. Yeah, 8.5 is a fair, yeah. good score for this movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I definitely think it's worth seeing in the theaters. Mm-hmm. There's some big moments. Highly recommend it. And, uh, and you'll get your money's worth. Yeah, you will. Yeah.